Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I am sorry if there's noise in the background. Um, I am at my parents in Maryland. Finally, haven't seen them since Thanksgiving. So I'm in the basement. Everybody's working from home. So <laughs> my father is in one office. My mom's in the other office. My husband is in the library office. And uh, the bedrooms are all near the other two offices upstairs. I'm just kind of like, I have no other place to go. So I am very sorry in advance if this is annoying in any way, shape, or form. I hope that the message is still worthwhile. Um... I've worked on self-awareness, healing, and personal growth for many years now. This year, though, I realized that I am still running from an acknowledged pain, and the pain comes from both old and new sources. I hadn't seen some of my favorite pastimes as being compulsive routes of escape, but they have been. And, uh, and they still are. I'm sure that the same is actually true for a lot of you listening. It's easy to see that eating an entire cake or drinking wine when stressed or anxious could be an addictive form of behavior. But watching hours of Netflix or living for the next vacation? Well, yep, yep. And to be honest, the pandemic has brought me no choice but to start facing my emotions because although some of the numbing techniques that I have always used that have always worked well as a distraction to my feelings were still available some of the other ones like traveling numerous times a year were not it doesn't feel right or comfortable to intentionally sit with your pain and to connect with that pain and acknowledge it instead of numbing it numbing it so much easier but it's only when you do that that you're able to see if you can identify the source of it and then you can begin to heal at first you'll be left with even more uh, pain because you know you will feel it but you might actually have no idea where it's coming from and that is very frustrating that's very painful in and of itself But maybe, you know, through process of elimination, you can actually start to identify what the source is. I have started noticing that during certain stressful moments, often while working or contemplating a life-altering decision that I must make, like whether or not to have a child, I would get a pop-up in my brain that urged me to plan an escape. And that escape could be as simple as having a glass of wine or two or three, but often it was much more complex. And, uh, and rather than just knee-jerkedly responding to the call for that distraction, I have begun to learn to understand that this was a sign that stress or pain was being triggered in me, even if it wasn't obvious. And I had to start looking at what was causing it so that I could make sure that I treated it at the source. 
And most often, the source of stress had nothing to do with whatever distracting thought I may have resorted to. You know, let's call it cake. (laughs) Uh, And though cake has been a way of numbing my discomfort and loss since I was a girl, um, it uh, it just isn't something I want to continue to do. And instead of accepting lack of cake or a desire for cake as the reason that I was stressed and obediently marching to get myself some cake, I have learned that the proper response to that pop-up is to sit on my bed or on the floor or outside and just try to connect with what's truly, um, you know, causing that stress, you know, whatever I'm truly concerned or grieving and to meditate on it or journal about it. It's not about entirely avoiding cake in the sense or wine or travel or entertainment, but rather to notice when you're using distractions as a means to numb uh, yourself, you know, to numb out or to escape. And if you're honest with yourself, you'll start to notice this. In the last couple of years, I have been going through a particularly stressful situation and without realizing um, that, you know, that it was that stressful um, and that it had pushed me into habitually using various behaviors as a mean of escape, that's exactly what I actually ended up doing. And other than when I was working or actively engaged with the most important people in my life, and sometimes even during those times, um, it had recently gotten to the point where most of my free time was spent escaping reality in some form or another. The hard thing is being able to differentiate when you are using one of those entertainment or enjoyment tools as a means of escape and when it, you know, those tools or that, that joy, that, that activity is the actual thing that's missing in your life and the reality Uh, that you are actually here to live and to be present with and to enjoy. And I guess the best way to decipher it is to go on a fast. I have fasted for over a year now when it comes to traveling. It hasn't been easy, but it taught me that I was in a way using traveling as a means to feel alive because I wasn't completely happy with my house and my home office and my environment, environment in general. And I didn't really want to come face to face with the decisions and the questions that get asked of me and that I ask of myself, you know, when I am home. But I also realized by fasting that traveling truly is something that is an integral part of my soul, that I enjoy, you know, learning about new people and new cultures and foods and rhythms. And I enjoy seeing this vastly different and incredibly beautiful world. So the fasting was healthy and very important to identify real unhealed and unaddressed emotions, but it also highlighted that this particular distraction, you know, this particular distraction tool, meaning traveling, was in fact much more than just a distraction. And we can all fast from anything that we're overconsuming. Too much of anything can be a bad thing. So maybe you need to fast from social media or from working nonstop or from eating unhealthy or from compulsively logging in your calories and your macros or from Netflix or from prioritizing exercise above all other people and activities in your life. You know, the truth is a break from distractions can bring us reflection, 
realization, and actual solutions to some of the root causes of the very thing that we are trying to numb ourselves from. And that will in turn bring fulfillment and a sense of peace. It's very clear when we look around us that we no longer have gaps of quiet in our life, you know, where life has the opportunity to speak to us, where we have the chance to just be. If we're sitting in a waiting room, you know, at a doctor's office or on the train or at a bus stop or a subway stop, we pick up our phones and we start scrolling through stuff. We don't see and feel our surroundings. We don't have the chance to feel ourselves and our lives anymore. And oftentimes, we aren't even able to focus on the very things that we are mindlessly scrolling through. I invite you to join me in becoming more present, in facing your demons and discovering the healing and presence that is on the other side of detaching from escapist distractions. I am so thrilled to slowly be reawakening to life. You know, this is the best thing that I've done in years. Even though right now, I, as I say this, my heart is feeling squeezed from the fear of not liking my own company. But I also have to remind myself to be kind and forgiving with myself, to not judge my past, distant or recent, and to remember, you know, that this is in fact the whole point of this exercise, you know, to come face to face with my downfalls, with my traumas and with my fears and to heal them so that I can improve as a person and to become the very best version of me there is. This is something that you can decide, something that you can control. Become aware, notice why you do things. Life is just too precious to lose yourself in all manner of distractions and escapes. I challenge you to be present and to feel what you need to feel. And hey, you know, cake may be a big thing for your life, you know, for you. And you may decide that as long as you have it in moderation, it's healthy to add it back without compromising the best version of you. And you may actually find that cake tastes even better when you know the meaning that it has for your soul's nourishment and for your life's journey. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at HighVibeAdvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.